What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 263, first episode of 2024. The fellas are back. The finest cast in all of podcasting has returned for this 2024th year revolving around the sun as we count them. Uh, we've been on the planet, I mean, you know, the planet's been here longer than 2024 years, but I guess we only count like the last 2024. Anyway, <laughs> we're back. We're back. Uh, Happy New Year, fellas. Um, Happy New Year. Indeed. Happy New Year. Uh, when I want to know what's going on, anything New York City transit related, what expert do I trust other than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell? What's going on, Keith? And I am feeling great. And I'm happy to be back with you guys today. And when I want to talk local TV news, there is no expert I have more faith in than my brother, Mr. Mark Powell. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk local New York City real estate, maybe I just want to have a word with the man upstairs. <laughs> There's nobody I have more faith in than the man they call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. His flock calls him Bishop Derek Powell. <laughs> we simply, I call him my cousin. That's what I call him. The world calls him DP. Uh, Derek Powell, he's here. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cipher with the cats. How you guys doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I mean, it's, as I said, I mean, we, this is the first time we've gotten, you know, had a conversation, conversational as we do regularly since uh, uh, last year. And a uh, lot's happened. I mean, you know, we were off, but a lot has gone down. A lot has happened in the last uh, couple of weeks, you know, since uh, the couple, uh, of days. 20, couple of days. Yeah, last couple of days. Last couple of days has just been explosive. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just start by talking about everything that's got the internet and social media buzzing. Um, I've spent the lion's share of my adult life in the world of comedy in one form or another. Um, and I can say that that uh, in coming into the business, the first thing I learned, first thing that was, was made crystal clear to me was that stealing, Stealing was a cardinal mortal sin, not a cardinal sin, it was a mortal sin to steal somebody else's material. Now, let me be clear about what stealing means. Uh, If two guys want to talk about the hole in the middle of a donut, everybody can see that donuts have holes. And so guys are just going to have their own individual take on the hole in the middle of a donut. No big deal. But if two guys are describing the glaze in the exact same way, on that donut, that's a problem. Uh, again, comics are, are all they have is is the material they create. You know, and sometimes you guys are, are writing their own material. Uh, if you reach a certain level, and you and you you've got a group of writers or writing team that you work with, you can generate material. But generally speaking, the guy that says it it becomes uh, their material. And what often happens. You know, this is, I'm playing, you know, uh, inside baseball. What often happens is if a guy says something on television, then that person becomes associated with that routine or that bit. It becomes that person's bit. Whether or not that person uh, generated or created that bit, people say, well, yeah, that's so-and-so's bit. And it is a fact it is a fact, and I've been in a room with people, and people will, will used to warn me about certain individuals. Says, "Yo, don't do your stuff around this guy. Don't yeah, do your stuff around that. around that guy because this guy will snatch your stuff up, uh, and and put you, you know, and before you know it, is your hard work, your labor, your 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 creative uh, genius is shot to hell because somebody else decided to do it. Now." With that as the premise, or the preface, um, Cat Williams, brilliant comic. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, Cat is is the first time I ever saw him was on my wife and kids playing this character Bobby Shaw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and I cannot lie, that was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. The character was hilarious, and and my first thought was like, who is it? Why have I never seen this guy before? The character was brilliant. Uh, and then you see him later on and other things and you say, OK, fine. And I watched the first probably his first first special. And I was like, man, this guy really he is hilarious. He's he's hilarious. Um, and, you know, arguably uh, 
black comedians, I hate to say black comedians because that means, you know, it, it, it's putting us in one pile and everybody else in another pile. But he is probably one of the top comics, you know, uh, in the country, in my opinion. And Kat <laughs> went on uh, Shannon Sharp's podcast, Club Shay Shay, for a sit down over some cognac. <laughs> and, good stuff, uh, boy. Some real good stuff. <laughs> and uh, he had Shannon sipping way more than he was sipping because uh, Shannon was like, you know, trying to take them sips to take the edge off or whatever was whatever fire was coming out of Cat's mouth because Cat was laying it out there. He was talking about any and everybody, and he was talking about guys who have stolen material. He was talking about guys who did not. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. These are, I'm not going. I don't cat. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I, I, the way I took it, he was talking about guys who probably did not really earn, earn their shot or earn their, their celebrity. And, and, you know, as I said, I mean, I, I've done whatever I could do. It's, it's a difficult mountain to climb. Uh, and generally speaking, the guys who, who, who have great success, uh, are going to need some help. Cat is, is unique in that he is kind of, uh, bankrolled his own success in a lot of ways. He did his own hustle. He did his own grind and he got his own opportunities. And when there were not opportunities for him, he created opportunities for himself. Uh, and so he talks about uh, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is at this point ubiquitous among comics. I mean, you can't turn on the TV or the radio without seeing Steve Harvey somewhere whether it's it's hosting uh, game shows, Family Feud, or whether it's his nationally syndicated radio program, or uh, way back in the day hosting Showtime at the Apollo, or I think he's got a talk show too, and he's also got a, uh, had a book tour, a book deal. Uh, this guy is pretty much everywhere, and he's become like, and he's got a, oh, oh Steve Harvey, I guess he has a, a, a Judge Harvey, a Judge Steve Harvey or some show, another show. Okay, yeah. So they are throwing money at him. And Cat seems to uh, call bullshit on that one. He's like, you know, he, he, he's saying that Steve Harvey stole a lot of his material. Uh, he's saying that Steve Harvey did not, his story, his life story is not the, the biographical story that he creates about him, you know, being homeless and living in a car. Cat says, you know, I was actually the guy that was homeless living in a car. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he definitely, it's not only that he said it, now, to your point, Derek, what did you, what'd you say? He, he, has he got rece- receipts. Yeah, got receipts. When he, and I forgot about this, hanging with, with, with Mr. Cooper, Cooper was before Steve Harvey, you know, and whoever came up with that, that idea that I'm going to be teaching the, the kids in the inner city and I'm wearing the fancy suits, Mr. Cooper did that first. Right. And I forgot until... I started seeing the receipts. They started, you know, pulling up the receipts. I'm like, okay, this this is not good. This is not good. <laughs> this is not good. And then he just went in from there. And then I can't say. I'm thinking when Designer Woman is Designing Women was a sitcom that came on either Channel Two or Four, and it was three ladies, and it was African American male, and they're you know they're doing design and stuff, and this the, the male tells this joke. I'm thinking, is that the 90s or the 80s? It's uh, I, I want to say that's probably, the they probably merged. Yeah, they probably like yeah. crossed maybe like late 80s, early 90s in that right. ballpark. Designer women, yeah. It feels like late 80s, early late 90s. Late 80s, right? Right. So this guy tells this joke, and I didn't pay attention, and I used to watch Designer Women here and there. And then, of course, I don't know how people can get all this information like that. They show him telling the joke on TV, as you stated. Once you show, you do it on TV, it's yours. And then you fast forward 15, 20 years later, Steve tells the same joke the same way. And I, oh, no, Bob, no, oh, that was uh, Seth. Seth tells said, the said, same yeah. joke the same way. And I'm like, I'm, I was lost. I was like, it ain't the cognac. That I eliminated the cognac right at the point because I thought that you know you because you know he there's all kind of rumors he, you know he's drinking and stuff, um, you know he was just sociable but right then I said I need to look at this a little bit more closer and I tell you he blew me away, he blew yeah. me away. Uh, but to my- me before we, we pass to the next, his funniest, his funniest role to me is Money Mike and and the Friday Joint Man. You I, talked I about just that. Can't, 
Yes. Yeah. He killed it. And he spoke, you know, once we go around, he also spoke about Ricky Smiley talking about he supposed to be Money Mike. Right. Uh, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. Sorry. Yeah, Mark just posted, uh, just found it on our crack research team. Mark Powell just found out that uh, uh, Designing Women ran from 1986 uh, for seven seasons. Wow, so, ran so we were right. 80s right, into the 90s. Late, late yeah. early, in the early 90s, and that's exactly when it was. Uh, uh, your thoughts, Keith? Yo, Cat um, came at it hard. And like Dirk said, he had receipts for everything. Um, Dion Cole mentioned when he was doing comedy, after his set, a young lady came up and gave him money in his hand. He didn't find out to maybe two years later, this was Cat Williams. Cat Williams was paying comics, yeah, you know, for their sets, you know, money he thought they were worth. So as Dirk said, he has receipts for everything he has said and done. He has a, a skit that he did that Cedric also did with the car. Oh, he's yeah. sitting in the chair. They showed Cat Williams doing the same same thing. And then Cat had a battle with Steve Harvey in Detroit for $10,000 and destroyed him. I was watching the, the, the clip. They showed the clip, yeah. I was like, yo. And I always thought Steve Harvey here was really real. You know, Ooh. watching. I didn't know that. I said, I couldn't understand how a nigga hair is so sharp like that all the time. But I find out later, it's nothing but a weave. No, What's not, a weave? It's a weave. You call it a man, man piece. Man piece. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he, said, listen, he got a man piece on. I'm like, oh he, my he, God. he had a Play-Doh Fun Factory hair. Right. <laughs> you know. And um, even Ice Cube said yeah. when they were doing Friday, right. they did you no know, started with Ricky Smiley, but he just didn't cut it. But when when Cat did it. It was it was a wrap. He said, "Yo, it was nothing else we can say." He had the part, right? Uh, uh, to 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 Ice Ice Cube, yeah, Ice Cube uh, confirmed what what Cat was saying yes. about Ricky Smiley. He said Ricky Ricky Smiley claims that it was his part, and then they moved him to another part. And the problem was uh, when Cat came in, to, you know, they they tried it, but they wasn't really feeling it. Cat came in to read for for Money Mike. And then once he read for Money Mike, not only did he read for it, he, and, and Ice Cube said this uh, on, on, I guess, recently on TikTok or somewhere, he yeah. said that it was a small part. And he said, he said the, the size of, of, of the, the, the Santa Claus and Money Mike were the same size. And he said, but Cat kept bringing so much extra, so much stuff. Every day we were getting gold. He said, well, the, the part just grew. He grew the yeah. part himself. Right. So, yeah, you know, uh, uh, for Ricky Smile and, and, the most interesting thing I find about this whole situation is I haven't heard anybody call him a liar yet. No, no, no. no. Only thing they talking bad about him. Um, yeah, receipts. I, I like my man, um, Mike Epps. He said he had a fake, fake jacket on, but ain't nobody said, "Yo, this guy ain't lying," because he's got receipts. When you got receipts, and we've seen some of the main receipts that he has, it's out there already. It's scary because only God knows what else this guy has that you haven't seen. Well, well, like my brother said, I remember you know back in the day when he was on the club. You know, shout out to Eastside Comedy Club on Long Island and Governors on Long Island. I remember him saying, "Oh, oh, such and such is here. I can't do that because it's going to wind up on another piece." I, and there's a particular name popping to my head right now that I'm thinking of that you know. That would do that. As far as and for, with comics, it's no, I'm not going to do that. With comics, it's really hard because we like, damn is we you, senior citizens. Ain't nobody going to do nothing. Let's go and say the goddamn thing, man. I ain't paying no loss. Comics is really hard because you you spend so much no, time. No receipts. You spend hours and hours and hours to get five minutes, and for somebody to walk in and take your five minutes in in two seconds, it's infuriating. As far as the concept of TV shows, well, you know Hollywood. There's but so many. All the shows are similar anyway. I mean, The Jeffersons is no is is a similar show to the uh, Archie Bunker. Really funny thing is, all in the family. The Jetsons yeah. is the Flintstones as right. everything else. So that's not as crazy. But when they start having bits, they're like, "Hey, that's my punchline." There's a there's a, I guess, relative, well, famous female comedian who's notorious for stealing stuff straight out that uh a lot of people have been calling her out for years and Ooh. she seems to kind of name start with a yeah as if i was saying somebody's name as if i was saying somebody's name that would be the person 
Got you. So, uh, you yeah, know, that she, she's, she's kind of famous for that. So that is like the, the sin of all sins. You can, you know, like you can take a concept, but you can't take a bit because it, I mean, I, I remember Anthony, I remember when he first started out, it takes so long. I mean, I just watched another Chappelle bit. It takes so long to get 15 minutes there. You think, oh, 15 minutes, how hard is it? 15 minutes takes seemingly time. sometimes 15 years or, you know, a mm-hmm. whole year to get 15 minutes, let alone you get an hour special. And then somebody walks in and just snips you a bit. It'd be different if they walked in and said, oh, I like how you talk. Like I mean, he's saying, I like how you talk about the donut, but I got a different spin on the donut. Nobody, nobody cares about that. But if you walk in and we, we're still talking about the same glaze and the color's like, hey, man, you know, I, I spun that. So that's, that is like, that's serious, serious, uh, Serious, serious offense. But then, Mark, when you when they take from these people to build their own uh, legacy, I put it that way. And the person that you know actually did it doesn't get anywhere or, or get the, the the props. Yeah, and they continue to go up the ladder. And well, now, as, as we see, you know, I'm, I'm not. I told you, I'm not really a Steve Harvey fan. I seen him in the Kingdoms of Comedy. To me, he wasn't funny. Okay, you know. Bernie was the guy, and Cedric was good, and and DL was great too. But Steve really didn't make me laugh. Uh, I listened to Steve Harvey's show because there's nothing else on FM radio. They took Kiss <laughs> away, right. so I had no choice but to listen to. Him. And you know, things he would say, I'd be like, "Yo, you could like contradicting yourself, brother." You know, but he is who he is. He's making the money. He's he doing got what he got to do. I can't knock the man. That's his hustle. He got it where he wants it to be, but. As Kat said, just tell the truth for where you got it from or whatever. And and, and let it be. Let the cards fall wherever they fall. It I is the hardest. Steve, it, I, I'm sorry. I think Steve Harvey may fall into the fallacy that was true for that's that's it's still true, but it was really true back when my, my brother was coming up, is that there can only be one. It can only be, you know, if it's if it's Eddie Murphy, you can't have Eddie Murphy and and John Smith and and Tobias Bro- Broxon. You can only have Eddie Murphy. You can only be one black comic at a time. And, and maybe Steve has fallen into the fallacy of thinking, well, there could only be one instead of saying, you know what? Yeah, it has to be me. Versus saying, it's, it'd be no different. Like, I think uh, we said all the time in the podcast, oh, I, this, you know, I would say, you know, like Chappelle said, or like such and such said, that is just how you do things. That's supposed to how you're supposed to do things. You're supposed to attribute, hey, I heard this said on the Dan Patrick show. I heard such and such say that. Nobody has any fault with that at all. But when you act as if you're this, you know, wealth of uh, of knowledge and you never attribute anything, that's the crazy part. I just watched, I just said it again, I just watched uh, um, Chappelle's latest special. He was talking about uh, how he was on stage with Chris Rock and telling some, you know, Chris Rock. He's attributing some of his stuff to what Chris said. He didn't come out there and just act as if it's all it. me. I mean, that's, that's, and when you do that, you fall into the fallacy there can only be one. And like my brother said, why not be me? That's crazy because he's acting as if there can only be one, yet he's saying, oh, it could be more many of us. He's he's depissivist. What what are one of the things that that is is very true about um what you just said, Mark, is is that and I learned this from from a, a famous radio legend that I used to work for. And he used to say, sometimes if you say something that somebody else says, if I repeat your line, all I got to do is say, you said it. I'm still going to get the laugh if it's funny. If I say, yeah, Derek said such and such, and it's really hilarious and I repeat it. Well, they're not laughing at Derek. They're laughing at what I just said, even though it's your words, but I'm giving you credit for the words. Now, if I pretend, you know, this is, they just they just tried to get rid of our well she resigned Harvard yeah <laughs> president of Harvard over over failure to attribute yeah overplay but it's not yeah she you know, it didn't happen that's a, it didn't happen but I'm saying that plagiarism is is a dangerous thing I remember uh, years ago I was working I was opening for this comedian Chris Rush who was you know back in the the seventies and eighties early eighties was like legendary dude and. Uh, you know, somebody was heckling me from the audience or something. They said something. And I say, oh, you know, so stupid. It takes you an hour and a half to watch 60 minutes. You know, audience chuckles. And then after the show, Chris Rush said, man, that's a great line. He said, do you know who wrote it? I said, no, nah, it's a stock line. I don't know who wrote it. He said, I wrote it. I said, wait, you wrote that line? 
He said, yeah, I wrote that line. He, and he told me where it was because he used to work for, I think it was uh, uh, National Lampoon is where he started uh, writing or something or other. So he used to write for National Lampoon. So he wrote that line. Uh, and, you know, I felt, I was like, I was like, you know, I was humiliated. I was like, oh, wow, man. I said, you know, I didn't know. I just thought it was like, you know, a throwaway line, a stock yeah, line. Stock he line. said, yeah. He said, yeah. He said, so he said, Tony, he says, all right, it's good. He said, you know, if you use it, that's fine. I got no problem with it. Uh, I thought you'd get a kick out of the fact that I did create it. I said, I didn't even, I said, I, he said, I didn't even know people were even still using it. I, you know, that's how, that's how throwaway was for him. Um, but if I ever use it, just like I just used it just now, you got to say his name, uh, Chris Rush, Chris Rush said it. Um, and that's okay. And, 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 you know, the, the receipts that Cat is putting out there, um, are amazing. It's, it's not just the, 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 uh, the Steve Harvey uh, was it Cedric stole the 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 the, uh, the, car, the space the car. shuttle car joke, yeah, but right. but then uh, Steve Harvey stole another joke about you know how much gas costs and how little time you right. have, when you yeah. in, and he just literally did it verbatim. And when you see, and as you pointed out earlier, Derek, when you see these clips, yeah, side by side, like damn, it's yeah, it's really hard to 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 understand it, and and you know. Uh, Kat was talking about Mark Curry. You guys mentioned Mark yeah, Curry Mark earlier. Curry, yeah. Hang with Mr. Cooper. Cooper. Hang with Mr. Cooper. Um, and I, I knew Mark Curry back in the day. I mean, I'm not saying we're friends, but I knew him back in the day. You know, woven for him, worked with him. I used to see him in different towns. And I, you know, hey, what's going on, man? You here? How long are you here? Where you working? That kind of thing. And I want to say that you know, he's upset about some of the stuff that happened to him, these guys stealing it. And, I, and, and I'm saying this to, 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 I don't want to put myself in the story, but here, I'm saying it to say that these are nice guys. Mark Curry was a cool dude. He was, he was mm. chill, very chill with me. Uh, Bernie Mac, rest in peace, was one of the nicest guys I've ever met in comedy. Just just a truly genuine, nice man. And for that dude to be upset, because there's a clip of him talking about, you know, how, you know, people in the business are stealing. He, yeah. he, he name-checked a whole bunch of people that were stealing his stuff. Uh, for him to do it, you know, it's got to hurt. And Mark makes the point, yeah, you know, I, if I wanted to write like a, a dirty, old school, deaf comedy jam set, I could sit in, in this room after I get off the phone with y'all and write it in about a half an hour. If I want to generate uh, a set that I feel like, wow, this is well crafted, then I'm building it brick by brick. And it may take mm -hmm. me, you know, days, weeks, months, to, and not just writing it, but then going out and trying to perform it and then retweaking it, taking it back in and reworking it again. It's just like if you're working on your game, your basketball game, you're working on the shot, you're working on the move. It takes repetition and time and time and more time to get it right. So when you finally have a piece that you can say, all right, I'm putting this in the act. This works. I'm putting it right here. This I'm going to do this. I'm going to open up. And you have a set list. You go this, this almost like songs, like a musician. Musicians, you know, uh, you know, I used to work with musicians and they bring out the set list. Yeah, we're playing these songs. This this list is seven. This is what the set is. And they would go boom, 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 boom. And it's the same thing with comics. They go boom, boom, boom. You can almost, you know, once they know what their set is, you can almost predict it. You can sit and if you watch over the course of a weekend, you watch a guy perform three or four times, you know that. Right. Mm -hmm. You know that's why it's dangerous because these guys, like as I said, if you sit in the back of the room and they can't see you, but you can see them, <laughs> you got a notepad or you taking notes, you got that napkin out, yeah. you know, you got a pen, <laughs> yeah, you're writing it down and you yeah. stick the napkin in your pocket, you walk out of there, uh, it's bad. And I, I know some, you know, I'm not going to name drop either, uh, but there were some big time dudes, big time, big, you, when we get off the air, I'll tell you who they were. You'll know their names. Well, well uh, one that was, that was, Big time that was also universally uh, Robin Williams. Known to steal. Robin Williams. He was always known to. That, that's been like said by thousands of people that Robin Williams would steal people's stuff. Now, granted, he has a lot of brilliant stuff of his own, but he wasn't above stealing. or beyond. You know, you know, clipping a couple of pieces. So that's been said for years and years and years. The name I brought up earlier, the the name with the as if I said something strange. Um, <laughs> That person has been out there, at least in the circles that I hear, for years, too. Uh, was just nominated and, for a Golden Globe yesterday. Oh, okay. So um, that person has been out there for years, also being the same way. But, she was nominated for a Golden yep. Globe yesterday. Mm. So and it, it's, and it I wasn't mean, Wanda Sykes. 
<laughs> no, no, no. This person, is. Is, as if it was just, not Wanda Sykes. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's. I just know I have a special, I guess, uh, annoyance to it because of walking, you know, hanging out with my brother all those years in the club, and then, like you said, about knowing the bits. When I was uh, a busboy at uh, at Eastside Comedy Club, you you know the set. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm a. <laughs> I like this. I like this job. I hang out right for a moment as you, you see the guys get into those spots. So to, to walk in and, and clip something like that is just that's hard. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know. There's no equivalency. There's like somebody walked in and you can't like take a director move of mine. Like everybody does the standard, you know, the, the, the Spike Lee trucking shot down. This, you know, he does that shot all the time. That where he puts a camera on it on a dolly and, and has it moved yeah, towards it. Right. We've seen that a thousand times. There's no other business I could think of that if you stole it, the person would be highly offended because of how much work it took to get into. Usually things are cooperative. Like there's nobody like, hey, you know, architecture is sort of like that. All these things are like that, but comedy, you just can't steal that. I mean, music yeah, like, is close, but music is but so man, we, we just had the thing, the case with uh what's that boy's name? Marvin Gaye and Robin Thick. Yeah. But, but the songs are so like everybody's so similar. It's like it wasn't crazy, but comedy is specific. It is very very personal. So well, that's Eddie the only I can think of that right. that happens to. Okay, Eddie, guys. Eddie Murphy okay. used to say that he would like in his when he was starting out. You know, and I know this from 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 uh, Rob, who knew him from back in the day, and uh, Rob Bartlett. Uh, shout out to Rob Bartlett, and uh, he said that Eddie would do in his act. He would do what he calls a tribute to Richard Pryor. So what he would literally do is just do, he, he'd do, you know, he'd do Richard Pryor's verbatim, but if you call it a tribute to Richard Pryor, almost like, you know, like when singers sing other people's songs, I mean, right. like, you know, uh, you know, he treated it that way. But again, it's, it's giving, and I think that's what, what, what is probably setting Cat off so much, among other things, is the lack of attribution. I'm not even giving you credit for what I stole from you. Yeah, yeah. He had two other things that really caught my attention when he spoke about Martin um, trying to put him into a dress and uh, how he said he turned down all those type of roles. And the young man that took the took the part in, I think, was Big Mama yeah. House too, Brandy, Brandy, Brandy Jackson. Yeah. Right. How he said that was the worst mistake he ever made, because after that, nothing good ever happened for him. That's right. Like, and you and you start me. I think me and Dark was talking about it yesterday. You think about all the men that. Were they put, put in dresses. dresses. There are only a few that career that really went on. You know, uh, Tyler Perry, his his went with Medea. That's the only thing you're gonna know him as Medea. Anything else, he he may come at you. You're gonna look at him like, nah, that 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 that, that, that can't happen. You think about it, and there's quite a few. <laughs> you go like, wow. Now, what what is that about, Anthony? Putting the black man in the dress because the first guy I go back to is Flip Wilson, Flip Wilson and Geraldine. Geraldine. Right. And as a kid, I thought it was hilarious because I'm a kid. But then as I gotten older, you know, now I'm a man. I'm like, oh, you can't be putting a brother in no goddamn dress. With this <laughs> what is that all about? It's about safety. It's about emasculation. It's about saying I, I find you. I, I'm going to make you do some step and fetch it type. Foolishness. I mean, and 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 I gotta tell you, uh, you know, there, there, there are a lot of lines that people want you to cross in show business, and you have to be able to say, mm, I don't think I want to do this, or I don't think I want to do that. I, you know what? That's similar to the new rappers and Puff Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. When Puff said, "You know, come on, man, I ain't never party with you," and it's you know, and the guy tells you, "It's not my birthday." He says, "No, nah, it ain't got to be your birthday." You can't go. You can't go. <laughs> I'll tell you a, a true story. Uh, I went on an audition, uh, and I forget what I, I can't even tell you what the part was for. It was. It, it might have been a film. Uh, it was. It was a film. I can't remember what the film was about, but I get to the audition. And no lie, the casting agent doesn't have the sides. With sides is like the script. They call it the script. They call it sides. Doesn't have the sides for uh, the part I'm supposed to be reading for. She has the sides for the Hollywood Shuffle. Remember Hollywood Shuffle? Yeah, with, yeah, um, with Robert yeah, Townsend. With Robert Townsend. You killed my brother. She said that's what she wanted all these black men in there to do. You killed my brother. You killed it. You killed you, it. You killed it. <laughs> you killed and I started doing it, and then I said, wait a minute, for real? This is what you, seriously? 
She says, yeah, you know, and then she starts giving me direction to make it more black. <laughs> I said, you know what? I can't do it. I, you know, good luck with this. I said, good luck with the next one because I'm yeah, out. Even uh, Denzel Washington had a thing. They wanted him to play a part of a black man that raped a, a white woman right. that they tried to hung and electrocute, but he lived to become a hero. He told them, no. You know, like you said, there's certain roles you just can't take just to get your name out there because if you get your name out there, it'll be for the wrong reason. For the wrong reason, yeah. We talked about Urko um, from Family Matters. We haven't seen him in really anything big since nah. Family and since he did, since you know, uh, what was the girl? I can't think of Myrtle. 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 You know. They put him in a dress. They put Myrtle. him in a dress. He was, he was never right. We talked about um, Wesley Snipe. When he did the two Wong Fu, he got jammed up with the taxes. Taxes, yep. <laughs> so, he went to jail. <laughs> so you go down the line of men that you know put on this dress, and what happened to the, a lot, a lot of the brothers, they never really reached that plateau in in Hollywood. Like, you know what? them. You know, and think about and think about what they did to Big Ass Vin Rains. He 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 has to be in what was it Holiday Hearts? He's the woman. Oh, the, the woman, and right? And then he goes to be oh, with Bruce woman. Willis, and they got the thing in his mouth, mm-hmm. and they, they bucket him, they bucket him. I'm like, yo, come. and then he wind up playing another one of those roles along with Kevin James and them, where they're in the firehouse. Yeah, right. I forgot that movie. Him and um Adam uh, Sandler. Adam be, Sandler, Kevin James, right. and Vin Rams was gay in lovers. It. But they yeah. wasn't right. I'm like, yo, Vin. You're oh too yeah, yeah, big. yeah. It's hard. I like him too much as Melvin, so he's always going to get a pass. <laughs> he's always got to get a pass. He's the only one I can let slide because that that Melvin character. <laughs> forget about that. That's believable. <laughs> Crying for your mother now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shake every time I see it. And then when he's in the kitchen. You want some breakfast? <laughs> you just move it in. <laughs> so Melvin gets a pass, but the rest of those guys, I always got a question mark about. Yeah. It's hard for the, it's hard for the black actor. That's why I always have a special appreciation for Denzel, who's never played any role. Yes. go. and that's why it was such a crusher to me when uh, Chadwick died. He was another one who had never played yeah, any right. role. You go compromise himself, uh, yeah. and there's a lot of guys, especially. I'm not an actor, and I would think it would be terrifying to be out in Hollywood and you're trying to get your career going. So you, you're like, man, I know this role is not the best, but right. I need to work. I need to pay. I need to pay get a bill. Let me go. You mean you look at some of these movies? It's funny, you know. We know uh, uh, Cheeto now is this great actor, but he was in Colors. He was a simple gangbanger in Colors. Mm-hmm. A lot of these guys. Uh, 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 Fishburne, you know, Morpheus was in a. I think he was in the Warriors. I think or no, uh, no, no, no. King of New York, King of New York. But also, he was. A, if you look, he was also in a movie which is horrible, Death Wish Two, which he plays like a. a right. he yeah, yeah, he was in there, yeah. right? So, yeah. so you you have to think like I need to work because I need that's what I do, but I don't want to get stuck in this hole. The only actor I could think of, and maybe I'm missing somebody, a black actor that got war dress but didn't crush his career at any point at all, was Eddie Murphy when he did the. Uh, the, the 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 clumps oh, uh, uh, oh, nutty right. clumps and all that nutty professor yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, the, the only, only thing I think that saved him is from that is because he wore he played you know the idea he's playing multiple characters so that the idea of him wearing a dress to play the mother and the grandmother yeah you know did not lock him into anything was, was is what saved him I mean, uh, Lawrence Fishburne was uh, the, the thing for him was you know he started out in the penthouse he started out in a francis ford coppola film the like, uh, iconic uh, apocalypse now, now right as a 17 year old and so all of a sudden you know you're 17 you know in one of the biggest movies oh, ever you, you forgot about cornbread cornbread early me, Corbett, Earl of me. Yeah, right right yeah yeah uh but i'm saying yeah i mean cor- yeah i mean we saw cornbread early me but you know cornbread early me nobody else saw it right <laughs> <laughs> nobody they else saw cornbread. it <laughs> Right. So I'm saying, so for him, you know, he was like, that. that's like a huge, 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 you know, role. And all of a sudden I have to come back down and, you know, and, and then, you know, navigate all of these other types of parts and trying to figure out ways to play gangster. Like you said, like Keith King in New York and mm-hmm. and these yeah. silly parts. Right. And then you finally, you know, you know you gotta, Morpheus, you and he gets his, the, 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 uh, the series. Yeah. It's, it's tough. But how many white actors do you know dress up as women? Well, a lot have. 
but it, it, that's not the the problem. It's the, they, I mean, we we saw about Robin Williams done it. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, uh, oh my gosh. Real Blossom. It was two guys who did it in a black and white movie. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, was it Benny? Uh, oh no, no. Uh, uh, what you call something like it hot was yeah. uh, 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 Jack Lemon and, and uh, yeah. Tony Curtis. So that's but it's it's not the double edged sword as as always. It, they it was survive it through right either being stars or whatever, but. For the black actor, it's always been like, listen, I'm not going to do this because if I do, Jerry Lewis wore a dress in and and uh, who did one of the, Jerry Lewis and and Martin and Lewis comedy. I forget. Yeah, one of the so that's and... that's been like the and it's it's the angle of you know they that they can get, they sometimes can survive it if they're good enough or did John Wayne ever wear um, John Wayne ever wear a dress or Elvis? Not that I'm aware. Nah, I'm, 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 I'm not a filmographer. I mean, I mean, yeah. but but no dresses. John Wayne never acted either. <laughs> I mean, come on. Nor did Elvis. So we're not talking about like when I talk about uh, Pacino or De Niro or somebody like that. No. This is you know these are formulated guys. So it was, I guess, a big deal when they said something like it hot. That was a big deal to kind of do that movie. But right. um, I mean, that was the premise of the whole movie: two guys, who, two musicians trying to escape from oh, the mob, and they and they, and they dress up as women uh, to join, you know, hide in the gold girls' band. The yeah. sitcom that I loved, which didn't hurt this guy at oh, all. Oh yeah, bosom buddies. buddies. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, this, Tom Hanks wasn't hurt a bit. Right. Nor was uh, the other. I forgot the other guy's name. He, he just recently died. I forget his name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know you're talking about. So usually it, they can survive it, but of the male, the black male, I think only it's Eddie hard. has has. Uh, Hasn't been crushed by it. I mean, he's and made Martin, some bad and Martin movies. Was Sinead, Martin wasn't crushed mm-hmm. neither. Right, right. But Martin, yeah, yeah I, I, he didn't wear. Uh, did he wear a dress? In, yeah, I guess he did. Well, he, he had that. You know, he, he was Sinead. He didn't wear dress with the weaves. Well, yeah, he didn't have he a dress was, on. He had on like the biker pants, pants on and the yeah. shorts. And I guess stuff. yeah. So yeah, there you go, Martin. But I mean, yeah, Eddie made some horrible movies, but it wasn't like you know he was never heard from again. Like sometimes you get a certain role in which you just never heard from again, like uh just happened to a, a thousand actors and then we just, you know, but the black actor, I mean, think about uh, Lou Gossett Jr. He was the biggest thing in the world after Officer right, and the Gentleman and then he couldn't get arrested doing anything. I mean, he was doing Oscar, yeah, he won an Oscar, just, didn't get arrested. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, he just went, dried up on him. And that just happens. I mean, actors will say it's, that's why you, you, we, we, we laugh and, and, and make fun of, uh, uh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, he takes every role because he's. I'm an actor. I, I want to work. I want to work. I want to work. I, he, he'll set, do Have he never been in no dress? No, but he. I mean, but he's taking a lot of roles that that you know. They, he said no. Samuel Jackson said no to nothing. So, <laughs> and, and you would think by this point in his life, he could probably say, you know, I don't want. To, but if they ask him, he takes a check every single check, time. Yeah, yeah and, that, and that's the truth about acting. If you, I mean. You know, what's an out of work actor? A waiter. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Delivery yes, man. Yeah, I mean, that's not yeah. a joke. You know, painter. You <laughs> yeah, know, carpenter. True. I mean, yeah. so really, if you're not working, you're not really. If you're not, if you're not in something, you're not, uh, you're not really doing your craft. And so these guys yeah. always do it. But again, I, you know, uh, it is it is very difficult to have a career after the fact. Um, you know. Okay, and, and, and fame has its has its has its cost. Yeah. Well, what about also? Cat said about uh, most comedians had light skinned wives. Uh, that's true in my case. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't referring to you. <laughs> Facts. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. I, you but know, yes, uh, if they showed the picture, and everyone has a, a light skinned wife. Okay, trophy wife as they call him, I guess. You know, yeah. trophy wife. He also, he also challenged. I just saw a thing where he challenged Kevin Hart to a five million dollar. Uh, oh yeah, head to head contest because I think Philly, he he, 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 yeah, he takes. You, yeah, he told you I'm coming to your town in Philly. You yeah. don't want to see. You don't want to see Cat right now. You don't want to no. see him because right now, if he's doing something like that, you know he already got his set lined up. And he's ready to kill whoever's out there. It, they can't see him because he's writing his own stuff. You don't want to deal with that guy. And I think that's the point. He's re- that, that's the macro point. You just you just hit on the macro. He's writing point. His the own fact stuff, is, yeah. what he's saying is, you're paying this guy and this guy and that guy mega multi millions a year 
I'm out here hustling. I got to grind. I got a tour all the time. I'm hustling, grinding. Uh, you just throwing money at these people. And I don't know Kevin Hart. Um, and, and you know, I, every time I turn on the TV, though, I see him. He's somewhere. He's, you know, he's, whether it's, it's, it's uh, the credit card endorsement yeah. or, or, or the gambling uh, endorsement. Right, he did. right. So, so he's, he is, and God bless him. He's making a ton of money, and, you know, and 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 all I can do is 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 raise my fist and say, yo, you know, good on you. Um, but if you're a cat and you're also short and you're also funny, you say, well, why not me? Um, and I'll sh- and I think he's saying I will show you what you're missing. Uh, this is the difference. This is what it's all about. I mean, and so you know, I. I I get it. I, I, I get the frustration. I get the anger. There's, don't think for a minute. I don't turn on the TV sometimes and see people. I'm going, damn, really? Um, you know, but that's that's the nature of the beast. You know, I mean, uh, as long as my name don't show up on Jeffrey Epstein's list, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all heard about the list, right? They released the list. Yeah. That's... But from what they were saying, the list didn't really change too much. No, uh, um, you know, the people are who they are, you know, so, you know, you know, he's gone, you know, the girl, because I, I saw uh, a couple of snippets from the young lady when she said, you know, she was trafficked, you know, trafficked and, uh, you know, I feel, I feel bad for her, uh, but, the, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I don't want to say that because I want to change in 2024, you know, I want to change. The problem I have with the release of the list, and this is going to sound like a defensive Epstein, but it's not, it's, they release a list, but it doesn't, you can't release a list and not have everybody think, oh man, you must be doing something dirty. Like it's the equivalency. If I go to a party, me and we're all, we're all four of us are at a party and a notorious, okay, what's that boy's name? Uh, Jared, uh, uh, Subway Jared shows up. Now, we have nothing to do with Subway Jared, but we're at a party of Subway Jared and by proxy, am I in on his game? No, I'm just happy to be at a party. I'm not saying that all those guys in that list are completely innocent. I'm not saying that at all. But there are some people who are on that list. Listen, I was just at Taking Jeffrey a flight, Epstein's yeah. house or island or whatever. Right. And I mean, even if you knew what was going on and you didn't participate, especially if you didn't know, I just, I just went to a party at a at a private island. Sound like a cool idea. Now I'm implicated in something I had nothing to do with. That can be kind of a tough, tough thing. And it sounds like it sounds like you you have to know, but not everybody knows everything. We, we've been. I was at a uh, at a party when it was a long time ago in high school, and suddenly some cocaine showed up. I didn't know that was there. Right. I I, I, I got out, and the reason I got out was like, listen, I, I don't want to have to explain to mom and dad right. why like. the cops raided the house <laughs> when I you know they, that's not the, anything I want to explain. Sure. But I'm pretty sure that a lot of parties that happen in Hollywood, you go, oh man, I didn't know that. Do you know yeah. such such? No, I didn't know he was there, or I didn't know right. that person was you know there. It just makes it kind of rough. There's, you know, there's situations where people just get caught up. You know, you hang in with a bunch of guys, and you know, next thing you know, this guy's shooting somebody, and you go like, "Yo, I didn't even know he had a gun." But by association, you're guilty because you're there with them. That's that's the problem. And like with Epstein, you have a list of people with names. You know, as Mark said, been at the parties or well boats or whatever. They've been there, so they associate. What he was doing with them, because they, they were there with him. And the case couldn't be true. It could be something completely different. They were just invited. Do you guys, because Bill Clinton was on the list. I think Bill knew. Bill like well, him young? Right. <laughs> Even though he's not implicated. <laughs> his history is what it is now. No, no. Uh, yeah, he didn't touch I, that woman, Dirt. He, exactly. he didn't touch it. It's kind of hard for me to believe that he didn't know there was going to be possibly some hanky panky going on, you know. I, I, I'm with you. I believe that Bill Clinton knew what he was going down there for, and that's the only reason he went. And he's I going believe to play that saxophone. Y'all know that he's going to play no sax. He's going to play sax. He's blowing. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was blowing. It wasn't him, though. Yeah. How, how you spell? How you spell it again? What? That's it. <laughs> I tell you what. The, what the, the funniest thing to me that shocked me was apparently Stephen Hawking. The genius Stephen Hawking. I don't know if y'all heard this. Stephen Hawking for everybody, I guess. No, no, he you you haven't even heard it yet. Stephen Hawking went to the island, and apparently, you know what his kink is? He likes naked midgets solving equations. 
That was his thing. He liked to sit oh, there. Is that a joke? Watch. No, I'm. Are you serious? Are you serious, Anthony? I'll tell you what. When we get off, Google it. You can Google it now, Mark. Uh, Stephen, yeah, if you Google Stephen Hawking and uh, can we say midgets or should we say little people? (laughs) Do we supposed to say little people or midgets? Either they were solving equations. I know that. (laughs) Naked, 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 but little people, people. naked little people solving equations. That's what Stephen Hawking liked to watch. Did you come right up? Oh my goodness! Wow, what a world we live in. The fetishes are something. What's not a whipping, no pampers, you know, diapers or nothing. But watching them sit in a chair, sipping, and watching them solve one plus one. Well, I don't know if they're about about that big. I'm not. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you just like to watch them naked, uh, you know, which is is just real creepy because now he's got to give them like instructions with that like that Alexa voice, that robot voice. Cause you know he's he's like he's sitting there in the chair, man. Can't uh, move, you know. Yeah. These, you know, that's crazy. Using his eyes to move the the, the that's, the that's crazy, Anthony. That's you sitting there and like you said, he's using. Oh no, nah, that's really creepy. <laughs> they must got paid good good bit I'm of sure money. I'm sure they did. I mean, you know, good I mean, bit of money. This guy here is a you know he's a he's the he's he's like a you know like an Einstein level genius, but you know he's freaky in that way. I mean, mm. there's there's a lot of show business people. That have real strange kinks. I mean, I, I I'm not trying to tell our audience anything, but if you're really curious about, you know, the the legends of rock and roll, Google Chuck Berry and his pictures. <laughs> <laughs> if we talk about Chuck, that's a man invented rock and roll. Uh, that same Chuck, <laughs> riding along in my own yeah, playing with my thing a lane. He ain't dying. I mean, his, his music is legendary. He is a legendary figure in the world of rock and roll. There's no rock and roll without Chuck Berry. But, uh, you know, he got a little freak in him. Yeah. I'm, did you find it, Mark? Hey, I'm, I'm trying to find an article exactly that uh, has it. But you uh, see it, it's popping up. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 I'm reading it. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, like, damn. Jeffrey Epstein name drops Stephen Hawking Photoshop physicist on Sex Traffickers Island. I'm, but Damn. I haven't found the article about the. I'm just still doing the research. Yeah, keep researching. You're going to find. find you see his eyes get bigger every time. Like, mm-hmm. Insane. <laughs> you know. Uh, that, sounds, that sounds like a joke. I mean, it sounds like you were. Yeah, of course. Know, I mean, when I heard it, I was like, oh, you for real? That can't be right. Um, you know, I mean, but okay. I mean, if. if, if <laughs> First of all, you don't want to be name dropped by Jeffrey Epstein, period. At all. And mm-hmm. nothing. You don't want to be Stephen Hawking, <laughs> name dropped by Jeffrey Epstein, period. You don't want to be Stephen Hawking taking a trip to Jeffrey Epstein Island. <laughs> what you going for? You, you ain't going swimming. You're not going boating. You're not going to be on a kayak. You ain't going to be doing no windsurfing. What you going there for? He uses his eyes. He goes, ah, oh, shit, they got me there. <laughs> Man. You know, so, I mean, and if I'm Steve, if I'm anybody, and I know Stephen, I'm telling everybody I know. That's not going to be no secret for long. Right. You ain't going to believe who I saw in Jeffrey. <laughs> so, you know somebody, you know. Maybe the, maybe the little people is talking about it. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but it's out there. Uh, before we cut out, uh, uh, our Secretary of Defense is under some under yeah. fire. Bullshit, man. Some this is more bullshit. <laughs> you, can't, yeah. you can't you can't take a sick day and you know try to get your health in order. Um, I don't know why they on his hind parts like that, you know. But it's a government I, job. And and I I work for I had a state gig. You, you, you got to fill out a leave of absence. L O A. They call you. L O A. You just can't. You or you be a wall. They call you Keith. No, he worked with transit. They send people by to see you, but they, your door. That, they they on his hind parts. What do you mean you've been in and out of the hospital? Is it personal time? You know, is it sick time? What, what's going on? And I guess he's got some personal health issues he want to deal with. But at that level. You still got to put in a leave of absence. We don't care who you are, man. You he could have had a hernia, Derek, a hemorrhoid. He's handling his business. Whatever. People need Come to on. know. We want to know why you ain't here holding us down. Listen, I don't need to have all that information why hey, the man is there. 
Pay down. All that unnecessary information. He's in the hospital. He's taking care of business. I, That's it. Keith, this is news. This is this was like the second story there. I'm like, he's sick. <laughs> so he he maybe he couldn't get to a phone, but they not having it. They want to make sure this never happens again. You will Come call. All right, if you go to the hospital, you're gonna call. He could have had a colonoscopy. He, I you, know, you, know, you, you gotta take that stuff. You gotta you gotta sit on the toilet. I ain't got time to bring your phone with you. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Keith. They on his hind pots, man. I'm like, dog. Yeah. And he looks just so like, really, y'all doing me like this about the doctor's <laughs> note. They on his case, Keith. I feel bad for him, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, he he is the secretary of defense, and what happened was is that the uh, I guess the deputy secretary, somebody was assuming his duties. Uh, but apparently he had some sort of procedure. It, there was complications that resulted from that procedure. He, he went back in. Um, and, you know, I thought there was some something called HIPAA. I thought that, you, you know, your personal medical business right. was your business. HIPAA law. But, I mean, they're not revealing what happened, but they are saying, you know, listen, you got to let, to Derek's point, you got to let people know. You got to call in an hour before, you got to call in an hour before your shift starts. <laughs> <laughs> You remember next time, I'll tell you that. Bernie Mac would say, these motherfuckers. <laughs> well, an hour before the start of shift, so we can get coverage. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, terrible, man. Hey, terrible. Uh, Jonathan Majors is going to be on TV tonight, uh, you know, pleading, you know, uh, stating his side of the case. He's been quiet, uh, you know, throughout this proceeding, and I guess uh, he's on ABC uh, in an interview to, to, to share his story. But he did say... Uh, I want to make sure I get it right. He implied uh, that Megan Good is his Coretta Scott King. What you laugh at that? He said Megan Good is his Coretta Scott King. That is your typical Negro nonsense. We (laughs) fall down, but we get. (laughs) Soon as her brother get jammed (laughs) up. He want to find the Lord. I just need a good woman. <laughs> so, out of all these women he be dating, he found his Coretta Scott Key after he found he found guilty. It's your typical brother nonsense. You're going to see him in that garden, and he's going to be dope. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. the flowers, and he just... I'm going to have all white, is what you tell him? All white. I'm just... I'm just happy to be here with my woman. And, you know, it's your typical brother nonsense. Now, once he get his next Hollywood part, he going to go back to who he is. But right now, we fall down. <laughs> we get up. It's going to be a minute before he gets that next part. Though. Unless Megan Good is cutting him loose. I don't know. Like, you just said, you know, from where well, you just- have to marry Megan. That's a marriage. He doesn't know this yet. But in a little while, you know, when this interview drops today, I would not be surprised if they're married by Valentine's Day. Okay. Mm. I'm talking that soon. She not playing with that Negro. I don't put all this thing on the line. I left my husband and all this and, and 50 Cent and them and, and I stood by you and I went to the court cases. You with that gal? Nah, uh-uh. You, we going to Jared. Going over there to Jared. He got the white part up, man. Shoot. Or... She gonna you know catch she the gonna case? Stick him. You know she's oh, gonna stick him, man. He's not gonna be working for a while. At least she will be. There'll be a Shazam three coming mm-hmm. out. Exactly. Somebody gotta take it. When I get you still ain't working today. But when I get back, <laughs> you know, you better have this place clean. Okay. <laughs> he jammed up with her though. But when I look at them, I like them together. Okay. It has grown on me. I like that look for her. I just want him to bounce back to be the tough guy because when you look at the interview, he looked like a man beat down. And, well, yeah, and he wants she's at the interview. Freedom. She's like opposite, you know, like he's talking and then she's behind because they said, you know, they show a, a clip of her. She's there too. Letting them know, now, okay. we rehearse this. Don't mess this up, man. All right, like R. R. Kelly did, Derek? With Gail? Huh? No, no R. Kelly stuff? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> ain't, ain't none of that. Damn it, these people. It was none of that. <laughs> <laughs> It was none of that. It was none of that. Yo, of course. Before I just got a sidebar because you mentioned R. Kelly. Mark, I gotta give you your props. (laughs) Yo, when I saw that leak, I said that's me all day, 
every day. And folks, what he did was <laughs> the, the, the thing with the music. With the music. <laughs> what he did, folks. I won't turn on R. Kelly, but I won't turn away from him. <laughs> he, showed, he showed her, he said this like this TikTok joint with this couple. And R. Kelly came on, and they were debating, should we turn it off? And the next thing you know, they was dancing, man. <laughs> I, much props for that. Much props. I love that, man. I love that. <laughs> no, it's it's how it's, I, it's it's the same thing for me with uh with Michael. I, I know what he's you been know. accused of. I know. I know what he's paid off for. Right. But I'll listen to his music. I watched the the last doc on him. I just like, <laughs> and I it's. I don't know. I just you know. You can't, I, I can't justify it. I just know what I did. I just know what right. I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's I mean, hard, you know, man. it's hard to ignore uh, artistic brilliance. Yes. Again, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, and and I don't care. If there's a there's a, a a movie now. Somebody mentioned Elvis earlier. There's a movie now about Priscilla. Yeah. You know, I and we that keep movie. forgetting Priscilla. Priscilla's fourteen years old. Yeah. Yeah. That was the baby. You watch the movie? I haven't seen it yet. I don't, don't, yeah, don't spoil I, for me. I, I always, you know, we know the stories, but in watching a movie, which was at the at the very best, okay. There's some issues I had with it, but the thing that creeped me out the most is like this is this is a pedophile. This yeah. is straight up pedophilia. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you they make it seem like she was seventeen and a half, and you know they got you know when he first dated her when she was eighteen. She was, I think there's a the line in the movie. I think he asked her like you know. Uh, you know, like what what you know, what grade are you in, or what not grade? Um, he's like, oh. if you're like a junior, I think he's talking about college. He's like, no, I'm a sophomore in high school. At that Damn. point, you you know, right. here's an autograph. See you later. But <laughs> no. it was just. <laughs> I never watched worried. the movie. Even though I don't know these are actors. I know I know all that. I know the logic of. It. I know there's a there's a grip behind a camera, and, and somebody's yelling cut. But I was watching pedophilia and it was uneasy to watch like this is really I don't, I don't know who's yeah. movie supposed to be helping but this is really uneasy <laughs> but you know what's funny it didn't, it didn't stop his career no 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 especially back then I mean what we had uh, 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 what's another guy married his uh, had a uh, Jerry Lee Lewis Jerry married Lee. his yeah. cousin she was 12 or 13 didn't stop his career either it stopped Damn. his career it stopped his career just a little bit yeah, but uh, balls of fire. <laughs> if you watch this movie, which is not a great movie, but the thing you, you it's it's uneasy. There's movies I've watched and I go, oh, okay, I know, and I know it's a movie, and I, I can kind of you know justify myself to it. This was just like this is really hard to watch. It's, mm. it's really sad in some in a lot not in all regards, not some regards, all regards. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you know, I, and, I, and I'm sure at the time people were like uncomfortable with the idea, but the but. You know, keep in mind, you know, like like here's what's interesting about what Cat Williams is doing right now versus uh, the time of Elvis Presley. Cat Williams comes out now and he says what he says, and we have to step back as human beings and look at all of these people and we look at them in a different light. We're able to yes. see, okay, you know what? This is this is this this is that. Whether it's that or whether the way we're looking at Puffy now or, or Jay Z or anybody. We kind of going, oh, okay. Even the Golden Globes. I mentioned the Golden Globes, I think, earlier. Um, Golden Globe. I watched it yesterday, and and you know, I didn't see like Hollywood royalty. I wasn't, I wasn't in awe of any of those people. I was like, yo, these are just regular folk. Yeah, regular folks. That's all. Regular they are. folk, just like you, just like me. I mean, you know, if, but for the grace of God, they're not waiting tables. Right. right. But for the grace of God, they're not painting your house. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they got a break. And, um, you know, like, like you said, Anthony, what happens is people put them on these pedestals and assume they're this way. Then when right. they find out there's some other way, now they want to tear them down. Right. And that's just who people are. So, anyhow, uh, before we cut out, it is the first, uh, I guess this weekend will be the, to me, it's the best weekend in the NFL season. You watch NFL it right there. Wild card weekend is the best. <laughs> Week, I mean, tonight is the uh, college championship, which uh, I know uh, Derek will be all into. That's but right. to me, the best football that's going to be played is this weekend, whether the games are blowouts or not. Just the idea of NFL wild card weekend where every yes, game really, really has, has a thing. It is 12 teams going down to whatever it's going to be, six, uh, getting ready for the following week. And then, uh, you know, it, it's 
it's it's exciting to me. I love this. I love this weekend. I mean, last this past weekend, as they they as you know, teams were kind of getting in, getting knocked out of the playoffs. You know, Jacksonville shit in the bed. I thought that was hilarious. Wait, 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 wait. Thank, thank you, Mark. And thank uh, you Rainbow. so much. Thank you, oh. thank you, baby. We, you know, me and Mark understand this game. We yeah, in no, there. No, yo, 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 back in there. Y'all definitely back in there. You won. Nah, I don't and, care and, how we and, got in. We're in. We're in, baby. We're in. No, no Steelers well. got in there. Um, you know, well, because Jacksonville shit the bed, but good. Um, you know, first uh, person have, in first person in law school, last person in law school, still called lawyer. We're still in the playoffs. That is facts. I, I want to shout out uh, C.J. Stroud. He had an amazing oh, young boy. Yeah, yeah, that, that young fellow can good. play. Yeah, that boy good. Yeah, yeah. he's good. He's real good. Yo, uh, yeah. You know, so good for him. Um, so, any playoff predictions this week? Any, any, any shocking? Any shockers? Steelers going to win. Eagles going to lose. Yeah, Eagles struggling, boy. The Giants put an ass whip on them yesterday. Yeah, they look bad. I mean, um, how good are the Cowboys? Are the Cowboys that good, or if they playing at home? I don't think there's any. <laughs> I don't think there's anybody who's like other than San Fran and actually other than the number one seeds. There's nobody in this playoff series. I think that who's can't like, be beaten. Okay. Can't be wow. beat. Uh, both number one, San Fran and the NFC, and, and the Ravens. Ravens. As much as I hate to say it, the AFC look to be true top teams. Okay. Everybody else can have a day in which they're upset or they – like the Steeler game, I'm, I'm a Steeler fan, obviously, Derek, uh, Keith and I, they're playing the, the Bills. They could get blown out by 30 or win by two, and I wouldn't be shocked either way. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That you know what an upset I will see would be Kansas City because they're yeah. struggling. I can see – I can yeah, see my, they, they Miami's – They're perfect right now. Miami's right. beat up Miami's and struggling too. Yeah. Kansas yeah. yeah. City locked out. Here's what I like. Here's my upset. I'm going. I'm take Houston. Really? Over, over. I think they play Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Cleveland. that would be. That's, that's maybe the the best game. Man, that's that's gonna be a tough game. Gonna be a good game. I think you, if you give you D'Amico Ryan that CJ is gonna have a day, or you think that bro, that bubble's gonna burst on uh, Flacco? Uh, Flacco. I think Flacco's going to Flacco, and I okay. think that uh, D'Amico Ryan's is is uh, bringing enough defensive yeah, mind that they're gonna too. figure out a way yeah. to 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 neutralize them, and they don't really run the ball that. That great, and so I, I'm taking Houston. I like Houston to to, to advance. Think, of, keep this in mind. Uh, Houston got in there. They're ten and seven. CJ Stroud yeah. didn't play two games because he was hurt. Remember the concussion, yeah. so they right. could Horrible easily be. Could, yeah, it could be twelve and five. So we're not talking about some scrub team. No. Um, he, not only that, he was in online to be. They were looking at him for MVP, rookie yes. MVP quarterback. He was having a hell of, yeah, he was having a hell of a season. That boy. If I'm a who got fired at the Carolina coach? I forgot his name. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Reich. If I'm Frank Reich, I'm like, I want to punch Tepper. In his face. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's who, I mean, that's everybody, that's sort of the scuttlebutt around the NFL. That's who he wanted, but he was forced to take Bryce Young. That, oh. and, and, you know, Bryce Young, he may be something, but I have a thing. I don't like little quarterbacks. He is not yeah. little. He's tiny. Yeah, he's like a little boy out there. Yeah, yeah he looks like, like take your kids to work day. That's what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Kyle Murray's little, but he's not like, you know, Baker Milford's little and, and Russell's little. This boy is tiny. It's like, damn, man. I, he's, he's not you know, fit. Is, like, is somebody like, get the like, kid off the field here? <laughs> <laughs> like, Tua's not that big, but if you see, like, you know, if you he's watch, you know, thick uh, trunk. Hard, he's thick. He's got yeah. a thick yeah. trunk. He's really thick. Russell Wilson is thick. Yeah. Uh, low. Uh, Kyler Murray is built like Wolverine. He's short and and compact, and, and right. you know, I Russell. mean, and Mayfield Russell, too. Mayfield too. Mayfield is 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 relatively thick for his size, but but uh, Bryce Young, Bryce Young, uh, you know, looks all like you want to do when he's out him. there. Yeah. When he had that helmet, it looked like a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So we got it, Derek. What, what you got for the, the college game tonight? Michigan, baby, all day, baby, all day. Well, I, I want day, Washington man. to win. Harbaugh, yeah. Michigan. I want Washington. I don't Michigan want Harbaugh to win anything ever again. <laughs> He's gonna get it, man. I, I want. I want. Well, yeah, Harbaugh. What's, what's, what's the, what's the Harbaugh? I don't like any of the Harbaugh. Put this away. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I see yeah. now. Now his, I see the connection. His brother, who's the coach of the Ravens. Is a very good coach, an excellent coach, but he's a smug ass, and I don't like him. And Jim, you know John, who, who's Jim Harbaugh. John Harbaugh is yeah. Jim is Jim Jim Harbaugh is the, Michigan is Michigan coach. Right? Yeah, John. Is I think he's great. another smug guy, and I don't like him. But I just don't want them to to prosper. That's that's why. <laughs> okay. I so well, here's what I say to that: Who's got it better than us? 
Nobody. <laughs> in any event, folks, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, uh, like they said in Poltergeist, we're back. <laughs> so make sure that you subscribe to Power to the People. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. Uh, you can find us on social media at Facebook, Power to the People on Facebook. You can still find us on X at Pow to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Pow to the Peeps on X. You can find us all on Instagram. And if you're listening, you'll find us back here next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. We'll see you then. Peace. Peace.